blow it out. Welcome back to Tuesday night. It is the last Tuesday before training camp here in the basement podcast studios in Kensington, Maryland, First Amendment Sports. I'm Ken Marangolo. He's Kevin Ricca. Man, I had an MRI on my Achilles. Everything's okay because they didn't find anything. I'm cool. No Achilles left for you. No, nothing there, man. Congratulations. Thank you. You can can never suffer that injury. I'm just going to backpedal all through everywhere for life. He's Tim Strachan. You know, it's great to come in out of the rain, like this time literally, to spend my Tuesday night with you guys and our friends on Facebook and those listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, and everywhere else. Yeah, anywhere they can find us. There's a lot of people. Hugs Haven. A lot of people in the basement tonight. Behind the, You can't see them, but they're, it's like, whew. But I hope but everybody's staying we got dry. An awesome crowd. Welcome, Brian Stabby from Hogs Haven and First Amendment Sports. I'm so happy that everyone's able to join us. Yes. There's Both here and it's a raucous crowd. Matt, the real deal, Steel, aka P20. Gentlemen, good to be back. Yes. We got. Uh, we're using all He's of our. He's got a mic. We got our. Woo-hoo. We're expanding wait, our, wait, our wait. poker table of sound. I know. I know. We are. Yes. We're high fluting it. You know. We don't have any uh, any callers tonight. We're rich, rich. Yeah. The people demanded it. The people <laughs> demanded it. This is the audible. This is our. Off-season on the brink, um, Redskins coverage for uh, Hogshaven and First Amendment Sports, and these guys didn't see the, the written-out promo, but the age-old annual question, no, I'm saying, the, the, your worst... Are you springing something on us again? Is this the last episode of Off-season on the brink? Oh. Is the off-season over when training camp starts? I know, right? The off-season's not over until that crisp fall nip of air happens so, on the September breeze. So off-season on the brink goes through August is what no you're telling doubt. me. No okay. doubt. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I've never actually wrestled with this question before if camp is considered off-season over. Once again, the basement off-season is a memory eraser. is over. And yes, we've yes. had this. Oh, yes, we've we had have. this. We've Every year. It's one of your least favorite yeah. topics. Yeah. Like, Maybe oh, that's why, because yeah. I always put it out you of my mind. You pressed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Good for you, T. I'm okay with because I know we've done after the whistle before for a preseason game, but I will tell you um, – we make the decision, we put our foot on the ground and go forward, and I say, off-season on the break through August. Off- come on. It's yeah. either the off-season Camp is like an in-between, like a liminal state. Like it's a it's thing. not the off-season. It is, it is not the off-season, but it's like definitely not meaningful football. Any it's wise, not the season. Anything wise you have to offer on this topic, we will welcome yeah, in this right. conversation. season but uh, that's an, we're gonna have to come to an answer for that. I mean, that's huge. It's uh, you know, what show are we doing? Who knows? I mean, we have to put the right hat on. Maybe we get to rebrand. As a if you have to clench your butt cheeks and then twist your fingers and hope that no one gets hurt for six weeks, how is that this season? Why does everything have to deal with you clenching butt cheeks? Because I don't want anyone getting hurt, man. This too deep is so nasty. It's the best roster I've seen in, since I can remember. It's our new segment. And I'm just, it, it just hurts. Kevin it hurts to watch. Cheeks. Thank you. That'd be a terrible segment, but but my family would also not watch. Hey, point being, <laughs> I know I'm yelling. But everyone excited. knows. I'm everyone excited. knows. You're fine. I'm just turning the music down just a tad. It's just so frustrating to me, and I know the preseason is important or whatever we want to call it. It's just tough because yeah. right now you start. What I, what I mean by clenching is that you know Josh Doxson's MRI turned out positive. That so and so got carted off the field on Thursday, and you hope it's not somebody. 
Whoever those names are, I'm not going to put that on anyone, but that's what we do at this time of year. You know, it's it's hard. It's hard rooting, and you care so much. Um, or your wife goes and gets a sonogram, you find out you're having a baby. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, Congratulations. Congratulations, Pops. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, that happened. It did. And we're all do you have an announcement Very today? happy. That's it. Yeah, yeah. man. Awkward. Well, that, 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 that's the announcement. <laughs> and I wanted to know if you I'm wanted so to just happy. not like, slip it into a casual so conversation. There. I'm so happy when some young millennials so good sir, things. what team does your grandson slip play it in. for? Good things. <laughs> like, yeah, right? I will choke you till you're blue. <laughs> so good things do happen this time of year, too, Kevin. No doubt. Yes. No doubt. So don't be... No doubt. Li- loosen up the butt cheeks, man. Enjoy yeah. it. All right. I'm well, enjoying this. No doubt about it. When I when I clip request. this when I clip this video yeah. later, maybe you should be loose. That'll 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 be a new uh, <laughs> he get it bounce there for you. <laughs> Tommy, I'm, wait, loosen, loosen, my wife. loosen Stop up the doing that one. Stop doing <laughs> that one. Stabby asked for it. <laughs> All right, so that's between you and Stabby. Uh, anyway, we started <laughs> on Facebook week. Live. We gotta. Man, we started this one off with a bang. We started the All week right. talking about. I so I, I, I thought there's no reason for us not to just kind of like jump around. Last Tuesday before training camp. Is the last Tuesday before headlines that don't read, you know, precautionary MRIs like we're seeing with Josh Doxson or, um, uh, you know, yeah. the relative health of a bunch of people whose health, to Kevin's point, doesn't, don't, doesn't matter until September. Um, we're going to talk a lot about whether Jordan Reed is ready to go right now. We're going to talk a lot about whether or not... Uh, what, what can I do for you good? Let's turn the music down just a little bit. I did. I did. I think we're, I think we're okay. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, um, oh, the health of Jordan. The Reed, health of Jordan sir. Reed that doesn't matter until September. These guys. True. I don't. I, I don't care how they are right this very second because I don't think it matters. Look, well, I, look, I would, look, look, look. There are curmudgeon yeah. fans out there who are going to recycle this crap every year at this time, and I just choose to tune those guys out. We don't talk about that kind of stuff here. Yes, I think we have to be cautious of it. Yes, we got to worry about who's the what's the big injury that's going to impact the team. You hope there's none, but I I, I think that does that stuff's just recycled by the the, the naysayers who are always going to be that way. I'm just excited about the fact that when we do have our next show, um, it it is a different level of information. So we have football to talk about. We have it's football way to talk more about. exciting than last week. Yes, no yes. doubt. So, about it, but it's so right. well, it's an in between area. But I'm I'm okay putting it on the offseason on the brink side. Last week we had Hogan on. Yeah, we no, had Hogan. No, on. That was exciting. No, no, as a fan of the Redskins. For anyone outside of this basement, yeah. we get amped up to meet Kevin yeah. Hogan. Who Thank you again, Kevin, for coming on. Appreciate it. He was awesome. He was amazing. Super nice. And you know, again, makes all the weeks that. There, where there is no football, it makes those you know guys like him just make Tuesdays amazing. But to your point, football is right around the corner. Football is right around the corner, and the preseason is an animal. And, and I, I we're gonna put a pin in our annual argument about about the preseason when he gets all red and angry at me. Burgundy um, face, we decided to call Bur- it. Burgundy face. We'll Thank put that you. off. I think the one thing we can all agree on is that the preseason is like this animal, right? And it is. It's the, t- it's the clenched butt cheeks. That is a huge part of the preseason for every single fan base uh, in football. It, it, I think that's the I best don't know. way to Maybe put it. it's because I can't clench, clench my own butt no, cheeks. That's that true. I, I just I don't like this talk. But you open up the uh, sports page uh, every day, and you just you're like you hold your breath, you know, because um, that's what that to me what that's the preseason you know situation. Uh, you guys have IBS too? Maybe a little bit here Jeez. and there. A little. 
um, getting to getting to unwrap our presents, the the pains, the geises, um, the Dion Hamiltons. That to me makes the preseason. Uh, that is a special kind of joy. That that that's ours, only ours. Every team um, is responsible for appreciating their preseason in their own in their own way. Our guys are Geis and Payne and Deion Hamilton and Trey Quinn. Th- those are our guys to get excited about. Nobody Alex else. Smith. Well, it, uh, of course, Alex he Smith. He eats yes. preseason for breakfast. Oh, he, and I, you know what? And, he and, loves it way more than I do. And Everybody loves it way more than you do. Fact. They're going to have to keep him off the field. They're going to have to fight him. Fact. Can I get another one? No. Yeah, sorry, bud. They're going to have to fight him off the field. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> what, what do you got? That's what I love about him. So, Something that, uh, give me a give me a name. Well, it's not from the Facebook. Okay. Facebook Step up to the mic. Oh, I have to get, I gotta eat the mic. Yeah, get up get up close there. What do you got? So the there's a piece that's coming out tomorrow on Hog Saving. Okay. I'd encourage everyone to go and read about. By Jamal. By Jamal. Jamal Forrest. Jamal Forrest. Awesome. Yep. Um, about the depth at wide receiver, and the guy he wrote about specifically, potentially as the odd man out, is Morris Harris. Sure. And he gets he dives into it really nice. I encourage everyone to. Read uh, so Maurice Harris has a legitimate shot to make the team. Um, there are a lot of players, and I, I think I think the wide receiver it, it, where the Redskins draw the line, um, someone's going to be playing on another team in this league. Like I, I so I, that that's a strong situation the Redskins have. It's all about not tape enjoyed. with backups, and when Maurice Harris puts that catch in from last season, someone is going to take that. And he's blocked. He's a physical specimen. I, that one thing I've that was the catch of the year for the team last it year. It was unbelievable, and that guy was such a gentleman on the golf course. I'm not gonna lie, there this you go. guy just had just the personality, that gravitational personality. You golf with more so Harris. Well, I'm not gonna say that we were in the same foursome, but he found he a ball that I might Maurice have hit that away. And Three I'm holes over. You, a gentleman, and then on the way back, everyone was telling me, well. A, a name to be named later. Yeah. This guy, Nate Sudfeld, said that's that's the nicest guy at, 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 at the whole park. That's the guy that you want to be around. Everyone adores him. His athleticism is ridiculous. The catches he makes during preseason camp that no one sees and, and how he saves our percentages during the week. So why does make he a get bad more throw. That's between him Not, and Jay, man. Is it precision on his routes? Is it? I don't know, because that one-handed catch block, he made. I'm just saying, that, that's the type, that, but that's the type of athlete we're talking about now. We're talking about maybe our sixth or seventh wideout. And in years past, what Ken's saying is our six or seven wideout was someone that went off and did something Nobody else wiped for a the career. Right. Now someone will take our possible guy that we let go and put him in the rotation. He was a former... And, that, and that's what this roster has gotten to. And I think that's the point we're trying to make down here. He was a this former uh, Mason Brennan nominee. So he was a guy who wasn't even oh, yeah. supposed to make the team. He, like, won the Mason Brennan. Like, so every he, he made the team. Uh, Scott and... Um, a couple other guys obviously chip in, but we do, every uh, summer uh, on Hawkshaven we have the Mason Brennan Award, and it's the award that goes to the, the fan favorite uh, um, uh, in, in all the preseason. So shout out Marcus Mason, shout out Colt Brennan. Colt Brennan. Exactly. I have a Colt Brennan jersey. Yes, uh, and I you bought know it. We, we've done T-shirts. We'll I will definitely do a T-shirt for Mason Brennan this year, um, and we'll give it away as a prize on the show after its name. Marcus uh, is definitely awesome. a friend of the show, and I'm sure he'd be maybe he'd even come. I think he would. I think maybe if we get Marcus Mason in here to he award. Should. He should give this year's the recipient. Yeah. We will figure we will figure out a way to make this happen. But either way, it's a fun thing on Hogshaven every year. Um, and so Mason Mason Brennan candidates. Uh, I think Trey Quinn is an obvious Mason Brennan candidate. 
Um, I think to me, I and I, I feel like I've said his name more already is Deion Hamilton. Uh, putting you know, and and typically the guy comes from the late, you know, either undrafted or. I think it was fifth. fifth yeah, round we or have later. like a set of rules. Like they're they kind of unspoken un- rules. They can't be undrafted. They no, they can be undrafted. No, they they can be undrafted. They can't be a first, second, or third. That's round That's correct. Pick. That's correct. Yes, please. For the older generation, non millennials, this would have been called the Babe Laufenberg Award. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. This is what we the the player embraced by Redskins Nation. Yep. Before week one, and that we're uh, literally obsessed with. Uh, we fall in love with, um, and. Depending on how good the Redskins are, it's a guy who either made the team because the team probably wasn't that great, or a t- or, or a guy that just got cut because the team was actually good enough. It was like that guy right on the edge, um, and, and, and typically gets a lot of time uh, in, and love. In, in 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 game four. He's a game four hero, uh, almost on the regular. Game four hero is our Mason Brennan guy because he's going to get the carries, he's going to get the catches, he's going to get the attention on defense. Lake Seastrunk. Lake Seastrunk. Uh, we gotta put we gotta put together Lance. a whole list. Lance. 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 Lake. Lance. Is that Lake? I thought it was L A C H E. No, uh, it's all about uh, tomato, tomato. That's true. Perhaps. That's true. That's true. That's true. L A C H E. Lake. Lake Seastrunk. <laughs> I always said Lake Seastrunk, but I, I. I, I got too excited about a guy I shouldn't have gotten too excited about. I'm going with these two on this one. I think it is Lance. <laughs> I always just thought it was Lance. <laughs> I'm going Lachey. Lance was wrong, but that, that was, was a, back I thought when it was a silent Lachey. H. Hey, let, let, sorry. Anyways, we digress. We, we, will, we digress. Um, but so Mason Brennan we got coming up. I thought also I did a little wrap-up on the uh, six-pack of uh, a bunch of random questions that I, you know, get, I have to fill out forms. Uh, I love doing it. I love filling out, you know, all these questions. And uh, the, the most common ones I thought I would share with you guys um, because this is what gets me fired up in, uh, you know, March and April and May is when I get I get li- these questions from people. Some guy running a college blog uh, whose, whose guy just got drafted by the Redskins or well, any other NFL guy. They're just looking to have these conversations. So, anyways, um, at this point in time, uh, the most number one most popular question um, I, I get it is about uh, rookies. What is my what is the most um, excited I am to watch a rookie play? You know for the Redskins. So what did you say? I say I always say, uh, Duran. Uh, We're gonna say Duran Payne. Uh, Duran. You, you Payne. put him in the article photo. So yeah, I, he's my number one answer. Um, I understand the guys, uh, and I think it's fine to be a, a guys person here. But I, my point is simple, and I'll turn it over to you guys. I don't think people are are being um, are, are fully understanding how good these guys are, um, and and how how high a level of um, execution, you know, a, how a high level of ability that we're going to see in a position where I don't think we've seen this amount of talent before, uh, you know, in probably 20 years, next to each other. I don't think people are, are ready for that because they're not expecting it. They don't maybe they, not everyone fully aware, but that that's on, Allen and Payne. Are, are are elite at their position. Mount Tuscaloosa. I mean, it's just, it's real. It's a real thing. This isn't like fanboy. These are these two guys are as good as anyone at their position, and we have two of them um, in either their first or second year. And Ryan Anderson. Line. Well, all the other guys, yes, from Alabama. But we haven't had. I'm just saying, it's not even about the Alabama. We haven't had two defensive tackles, sure. defensive linemen. Who are capable of what these two are capable of? You can throw a lot of guys, a lot of guys around these two men, and you would have a very, very good front seven, very good. And I, I love the rest of our guys, but those two, it's 
I'm telling you right now, get ready, please. It's the rookie question, so that one paired next to the other, and I can't argue with any of that. I don't think you can either. Except for the fact that your first-round pick is supposed to be a guy that's supposed to step in and contribute right away. Am I? Does that mean I'm not excited to see him? Certainly him next to uh, Jonathan Allen and, and put this whole thing together, yes. But if I were asked that question, immediately it would be guys. Sure. Only because, one, we all love the underdog story. And that's truly what this is because he fell for BS reasons. And he's a first-round talent that was taken in the fifth that can contribute not only just contribute right away, he has the potential to be a X factor for this team. Deron Payne's supposed to be that guy. Sure. Your fifth round pick is not. That's why I'm I'd be most excited to see him. Second round. But someone guys in the second. Guys, yeah, they got in the second. In no, the no, no, no. Darius yes. Guys. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. Second round pick. Either way, though, guys, guys is a. I was going with the first right. round talent that dropped. So. That's him. But that's my point. That, that, that was my point. And and it's a it's a it's a offensive juggernaut era in the NFL. Guys like Geis light up a Sports Center highlight reel, and um, if he does what he's capable of doing, he's going to be exciting. Either way, they're going to be markedly better at running back next year than they were last year. And Deron Payne, I think you slot he could slot in and, and be an impact player in Week One oh, for he's, sure. He's a starter. That, he's a I first round talent. Here. For years, begging and pleading for someone to tote the mail for the good guys with a 202 area code on it. I've been begging and pleading, and I cannot believe it has fallen into our laps the way it has. I agree with you a million percent, and I agree with you a million percent. There's no wrong answer here, boys, so far. And I'm going to tell you, Darius guys, but I'm going to say this. 6.53 yards per carry in, in, in the history of the SEC where they run the ball. Second only to Bo Jackson. Mm. SEC, the WCAC <laughs> like, of not, college leagues. We're not talking about, right. true, but we're not talking about like some you know upstart situation. LSU's run the ball. So uh, this SEC has done this for many moons before we started loving this game. And uh, Bo Jackson, we all know, 6.62 versus 6.53. That's 1-2 right there. Dude has a 96-yard touchdown run. His sophomore year, he was such a freak. I believe he, he yards after contact was 3.97, led the nation, and caused 42 missed tackles. That was his sophomore year when he filled in for Fournette. He only started six games that year, boys. This is a dude that, uh, I mean, what a freak. I mean, that year he averaged 7.6 yards per touch. We're just talking about a guy that's about to jump on the scene. Whatever the hell happened, now look, his junior year, T, you've been very close with the Maryland football program. In fact, you've been a big part of the Maryland football program for 20 years. Matt Canada goes to LSU. Sorry, I, 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 I was doing 22. like a... But, but we're the same we're age. We're trying, we're facts, trying to make myself... Make it hey, look, right. Matt Canada came down to LSU with Ed Orgeron, and it did not blend the way they thought it would. You can't take a new school, old Apparently school, personality and make that. Thing. And it's also, like, the oldest school running formation yeah, yeah. of all time with a new school. And Matt Canada's got some ideas on what... I mean, he's a great play caller, and I love what he's about to do for the University of Maryland. I think he's going to make that, that, that situation with Kasim Hill look pretty awesome, who I'm a big fan of. But Matt Canada went down there the year after guys did all this with Fournette, and, and guys came in with a little high ankle sprain. So there's a bunch of stuff that happened his junior year that may have led to this whole, whatever the hell it is, we got him. Yeah. And it worked it out great for us. How life works out is yeah. great for us at this point. 
but there's a lot of guys that say, he didn't jump off the blah, blah. He didn't blah, blah. This guy's done everything he was supposed to do forever. Oh, yeah. His numbers speak for themselves at the highest level of running the ball. You know who he was running the ball against? You know who he was running the ball against? Deron Payne and Jonathan, Jonathan Allen. Allen. Yeah. And you know what those numbers say? That boy's pretty damn good to be yeah, running against he's cats a man. like that. He's he ready to play is going to be somebody. He can play in a man's league. Oh, man. I don't know if he got 6.25 against, against Alabama. Alabama. Well, he, well he, hold on. What about Florida? And what yeah. about freshman year against South Carolina True. when he busted out? How about this? He did the SEC. Nobody in the history of the SEC, no tailback in the history it. of the SEC, has rushed for over 250 yards three times, except for our guy. Mm. Nobody has ever rushed for two against two SEC teams for over 250 yards in one season in the history of the sport. Besides, Except our guy, our guy, yeah. So that's something to be excited about. We want to see how it translates. I mean, so he those is are a, some good numbers he just threw out. He's a I grade mean, A blue chip stud. Like, there's nothing that they got for a below market slot. That's you, awesome. You know what? But the thing about it is, so I, 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 you, you think really hard about. Um, how the draft, and we, we, we love the draft here uh, in the basement, and we were, we do shows live throughout the whole thing. We did that like live video low that budget went on Hypers. for a long time. Guys like, guy, the our running backs yeah. haven't been uh, premier uh, in, in the NFL draft in, the, in that first day, in that first day and a half, uh, becoming less and less so over the last few years. So the fact that this draft had so many um, running backs that, that teams were willing to invest those high resources in, um, it was an uh, outlier, an oddity. Uh, we haven't seen this many running backs drafted this high in, in a very long time. So um, it's noteworthy in that regard. And I think that the, uh, the order in which teams took players, uh, if you think about scheme-specific, it's hard to imagine a, a team um, who has a scheme that you couldn't fit Darius Geis into. Um, but offensive coordinators in the National Football League fall in love with individual players at the top of the first round, and, and when they're you're an offensive guru, you s- just see a guy, you know, doing it. And and um, where this is an unprecedented era in the draft of offensive coordinators falling in love with with offensive players, and so it's just like the order gets messed up. I, I think Darius Geis fell to us because he wasn't the perfect guy for anyone else, and he's the perfect guy for us. It was the perfect storm that that, that led us here that I think Bruce Allen might or might not have had a hand in. That. That one always scares that's, exactly, that's, all, that's all I needed to say. <laughs> all right, yeah. so I get right. barraged by, uh, is Alex Smith better than Kirk Cousins? Yes. Anyone? This is the most controversial topic. Hold on. Why? Sit, you pop yeah. in. You pop there. Here's most the controversial Here's topic. The it's How? specific to your franchise. And I just believe that Alex Smith and, and, a, and a Gruden partnership that I've heard you preach about over and over, but my specific deal is, yes. Yes, here, yes. He wants to take more risks, but also make less mistakes, which has been proven over time. And nothing to do with Kirk. I mean, I feel like Alex Smith is a guy that's your older cousin, and you're playing darts against your uncle and someone else, and he winks at you and hits that bullseye and walks off. But I'm I feel also, like Kirk's the guy pulling the bullseye out and saying, That's that was great, dude. But I'm and also I, and I'm gonna try it, but he's got that magic, magic leadership factor. Well, that's true. That's true. Um, and I think Kirk is a leader to some extent. And, and But here's my biggest but difference hold between on. why. Can I just say this real quick when you say that? And then you go nuts. Kirk just said to Minnesota, I never had the ability to be the leader because I was the 
fourth round pick. I never could have blah blah because I was like, blah blah blah. We gave him forty five yeah. million to run yeah, this yeah, show. Yeah. No, no. Jay Gruden said, "This is your team. He Stop was, up there with this weird Fargo, North Dakota stuff with your." Minnesota. That's just his weird. Ba- listen, like, you, know, you know who you know said nothing. Modesty. You no, know said nothing. Alex Smith. He just leaves. Well, he look. They'd Kirk Cousins was team. a leader at Michigan State. If you're State. a lion, you don't need to tell anybody you're a lion. And this is Kirk why Cousins people was a write me asking State. me this question. Kirk well, was a leader when we're getting people here. in the comments saying, "Oh no, not this again." But the biggest. Oh no, this is this is what I get asked constantly. Yeah. So I, I, and no, I, it's not a Kirk conversation. No. It's an Alex Smith conversation. Well, what, so. It's also Alex a, it's, Smith. A, it is, it's an obsession. Yeah. Yeah. The obsession is the is the top. It's only going to get worse once we see what Kirk like. If Kirk Cousins comes back and wins a fourth a game in the fourth quarter. People here are going to talk. No, about but, but and that, those that. are the people that have the problem. Those but are the people here's that are what separates, in, bad ways. in my mind, here's what separates Alex Smith over. from Kirk Cousins is the experience. Of course, Kirk Cousins could end up being better than Alex Smith when his career is said and done. Right now, today, if we were getting ready to go back here and have a little pickup game, and those two were two that I had to pick from, I'm taking Alex. We I'm like both, Alex right? Smith. We like both. I don't dislike we like both. either one. And I, I'm a big if I'm Kirk about fan. to get into a fist fight in the backyard, I'm taking out, man. No doubt. So Vegas has, uh, on the over-under, so you want to talk about production, which is all I care about at, at the quarterback position. As a fan, I'd love to have a guy we draft, play for his whole career, and, and get one. Um, but if you're, a, if you're a true fan and Alex Smith comes to your team, you should be, you should be super happy. Um, the, the Vegas line on uh, production uh, out of Alex Smith and Kirk Cousins, they're very similar. I think we did might have done that on a previous. You did, uh, and it was cool pack. because I think they go ahead. They, I, well, I think they actually have you know Alex Smith throwing for an extra 150 yards. Um, I think they have uh, um, they have bo- they have everything kind of on par with uh, touchdowns and interceptions. But the thing about the thing that that makes you look at is how few interceptions Alex Smith throws. He, he, he when he does throw it deep, he throws it accurately, um, and uh, there's there's just no substitute for that much extra data in his calculator. You know, it's, but look at what Kirk Cousins did yeah. in Jake Rudin's offense while making plenty of mistakes that I think frustrated Jake Rudin. And, and now enough. he's got a guy who isn't going to frustrate him because he has he Hopefully said he's not. the smartest Hopefully guy not. he's ever been around. Yep. You're going to have a guy like that he's who takes too. care of the ball better, takes risks more than Kirk does in Jake Rudin's offense, which automatically is going to boost your numbers. Yep. Unless you just shit the bed, yep. which I don't think Alex Smith is going to do. He's not trash like McNabb. He's not, he was not. He was not. Well said. Kansas City's well trash. Well said. I'm sick of that. No. McNabb yeah. was I'm sick of that compare. He was trash. That, that was a mistake. Was sick of that. Compare. That was a situation, a business decision. Andy Kansas City Reed. had to make. Uncle Andy, and we you got, got us once. You didn't get us this time. You didn't time. get us this I time. So. Um, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so, and I don't think anyone has any reason to think so. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll I'll wrap up that. That arrow, that uh, area of the uh, show, with um, a f- we'll do fantasy real fast. I know that's not everyone's favorite. You skipped thing. over it. Needs to improve. I was, I was. Do you want to go there? That. I was going to skip over, it, but you want. If, th- that means we should talk about it. No, but if you're I'd, thinking I'd about it, you know, you know, I want to skip over fantasy. I know you want to skip over fantasy. Oh, you know, you got to do it. This is social media. Um, we are here. No, you don't. Ask me. People ask me for. I the, will be that. quick. A Redskins I'll fantasy sleeper. Uh, and I, I, I'm Paul Richardson's my guy. Uh, is he a sleeper though? Oh, oh, I yeah. think so. No, I mean, he's that. buried on our roster as far as uh, Jordan a Reed, a healthy Josh Doxson, a healthy Jameson Crowder. Um, Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson and, and even Darius Geis. So we're not really a fantasy franchise. 
Joe but, but I understand the question. Yeah. And I'm going to say Josh Doxson. I'm not going to say anything else because it's, a, it's, a, it's to what we don't know. I mean, he should be number one. Yes, he should. And he's got the athleticism to be that guy. I and still... I think he may. And having Alex Smith, I think, helps. But that's I'm not going to delve in because it's going to cost me like seven points. The question is, do people draft him in fantasy leagues as a number one? No way. So that means people are drafting him as a number two or number three. And if you're getting him at a number two or number three, you should be getting value because he should be a number one. If, if it's like a fifteen, if it's like a fifteenth oh, round guy, like he's gonna go. In, he, the number one receiver for the Redskins was gonna go ahead uh, the fifteenth round. Yeah, Jameson Crowder goes. Josh Doxson should be the number one. Yeah, he's not. He's I not. know. No, I'm just saying. Like, if so, you're gonna get him for value if you draft him lower than whatever you think. Then he should be what? Drafted. Like crowd. So like, if he's the fourth best receiver, third best receiver, is he the third or second best receiver on this team? Josh Doxson? Yeah. He's going to line up on day one as our number one wide receiver. You don't think Crowder is our best receiver? No. no Crowder, it's not about who's Stabby. our best or worst. Stabby. Is There's Crowder our, our best receiver? I'm going to hit you with a wand of forgetfulness. Yeah. Josh Doxson is our number one. Yeah, he's our number one wide receiver. Have, Crowder's a slot. Like, I know. Do you expect, okay, who do you expect to get more yards this year, Crowder or Doxson? Josh Doxson. I expect Josh Doxson to be, get the most yards of any wide receiver. That? Josh Doxson's the best athlete on our team. Whether that translates into numbers, I don't know. Didn't I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into this argument, but hold on. Hold on. But that's Let's a not good, get off that's track that's here. The, the the underrated fantasy guy could be either. That's true. It could be either. Because I, so this is why I hate fantasy football. Well, can I know, I but a, can I get eleven points for that? Yes, you just Thank got eleven you. points. Yeah. God, I'm winning. Yeah, it's a Am I winning? Hey, let me tell you guys about my fantasy team at the bar real quick, because I'm sure you haven't heard anyone else tell you. Just that got story. eleven points. <laughs> no one just, cares about your about fantasy one, team. Yeah, well, I have to bartend for one thousand people who think I did. Yes, you and have. You have a and thousand you fantasy do. football beat conversations every throughout week? the course oh, of the season. Oh yes, you can't even imagine. I, I'm, I'm hitting my one year soon, my one year fantasy football sobriety mark. So yes. I, I, this, you get this a chip. conversation is not. You get a chip this year. This conversation is not down right. my wheelhouse. That's so why I just fell asleep while you two were yelling Fair at each other about sobriety. fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well that's what the people like. So. Yeah. I'll, right. I'll, I'll, Look, I'll drink this. Go ahead. Look, I'll, listen. Do, do the, the returning the, play that needs to improve was the most, to me, ridiculous, amazing part of the whole conversation. But I'm not going to do it by myself. So I'm gonna let you. No, no, no. I, I oh, know I'll that. take it. You go, go, go. I think go, it's Josh Doxson. Go. Right, I think it's go. Josh Doxson. If, if this offense wants to go to another level and get to where they had, where they had guys like uh, Jackson and Garcon, Doxson is the guy that's got to step up and, and, and prove his worth this year. Or else, if he doesn't, I think that's a bust pick. I, hmm. I, I think it's a wasted pick. That's the guy that needs to step up and and, and be the most. Absolutely the most improved on this team. Do you have Doxon stats from last year? No, but I'm gonna I do have my answer for this question. I can look because I want I go don't ahead. get off. I got it, I got it right here. And, and and we can come back, but uh I think uh of course Josh Doxon is uh but I think he showed out a little bit last year without a guy. A little bit. Wanted to give him a chance. I think he needs a little Alex Smith. Taking the year. next step is being more consistent and being reliable. Fair enough. In college, and I know that has nothing to do with the pros, he averaged 100 yards and a touchdown for two straight seasons at TCU. And his catch radius and his blah, 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 blah. Who cares? That's a man's man, and that's a guy that's going to get it done. I think mentally he has to catch up to physically. I think he showed a little bit last year. I think Alex Smith and him. I was crushed today by the MRI, but it came out negative. Fantastic. Precautionary MRI, I mean, 
Get, I know, just inventing dumb. ways to freak us out. I know. I tried to figure out a way I mean, how to take more Pepto Bismol so I didn't have to go to the bathroom all day. Point being, my player that needs to improve. To do. Listen, I stood up for this guy and I still believe in him. The bully of bullies, the man of men. Mr. Mr. Tuscaloosa, on the best defense in college football that we've seen in many, many years, he was the man that led the roster. He was the man that no one barked back at. He led the charge. He set the edge. And he showed up last year, Mr. Ryan Anderson. And I know he's not a dynamically explosive athlete. He's not. But he sets the edge as a a run stopper Hmm. at a a level, uh, and he did it at at championship levels. Whose job does he need to beat? I mean, who's he he going to Yeah, who's the depth on the deal? Everybody knows that the job that he's playing is behind Preston Smith in the contract year and Ryan Kerrigan, one of the most consistent performers in the history of this They team. wouldn't try to move him inside. And they're not going to no, move no, him no. inside. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. I'm okay. not saying they're not going to move him inside because on a passing down, they will put him down in a 3-4 as a defensive end to rush the passer because yes. he can get there. Yes, he and can. he's bully enough. What and I, I do, like him in that spot. I like and him. And that, but that's just part of his versatility because, listen, if he's Preston, gotta, he's gotta if Preston and Ryan goes down, guess who's coming up? Yes. And ain't for now McPhee. It's him. Fernando McPhee sits there as a guy that's a, a journeyman, oh, yeah. $1 million a year type guy. This is a second-round pick we're Former Raven. About. How, do you, how do you get uh, that A second-round pick in year two. And yeah. Ryan Anderson has said nothing but I need to be a better player for this team. That's I need to do more for this team. But you know what he had to do? He said at Alabama the structure was set so perfectly. We knew what we were doing. Nick Saban had us. He was a robot. He was trained. And he was a great soldier in that army. And he yeah. got to the pros. And no one was telling him, you have to be here, do this, that, that. And now he was doing what he was supposed to do. But he wasn't on this personal agenda of from 6 a.m. until 10 p.m. He said, I had to become more of an adult and realize I had to put myself on that schedule that I was given he by absolutely Sergeant did. Saban. And he learned in this offseason. He said, he went down to Daphne, Alabama, where he's from. He trained in Birmingham with the guy that's trained him since he was a kid. He went to Tuscaloosa and trained with all his ex-teammates. And yeah. they said, what did you do in your off time? And he said, I went to the woods and got away from Everything. Wow. I got away from everything. I was just he's, in the woods with my family. And he's man. coming back here. Listen, they said in the huddle when all those cornerbacks were drafted, if I, I smiled freshman year, I thought Ryan Anderson was going to hurt me. This is a guy that's now a first-round draft pick talking about a guy he was afraid of the year I bet before. that, too, makes you clench your butt cheeks. No, that if makes he, me. If he said, if he that, said it to you. That makes me smile. If he said it to me, yeah, I'd, I'd clench up a tad bit. We need to get production. But you know what? We need to get production out of I don't have to. We have it's, to get I would, it, it's, it's that's that's the guy. And look, he said he'll do it on specials. He'll, he said he'd do it at the end. No, but we need him on the field on no. defense. We need a he second played, round pick he played on, 17% on the field. Percent of our snaps last I know, year. I know. No, you know I know. He said? His hips weren't fluid, so he lost a ton of weight. Yep. He came back. Kerrigan talked about his body type. Uh, Jay Gruden talked about his body type. Everyone talked. Everyone said he was perfect mentally. He wasn't ready for that position at this level physically. And he said I wasn't in enough shape. He wasn't saying he was like fat and chunky. He's saying. There's yep. a lot more to do than there was at the college so level. My challenge to to the Washington Redskins defense every year is, um, if, if if you have eleven if fans you have of the show, your best eleven guys, you got to be able to find a way to get the best eleven guys on the field at the same time. It was a, the same thing we talked about with Sewer Cravens at, at various times, and about a lot of guys. Rest in peace. And I also think that uh, you know Mason Foster is. Um, is holding on to a position for a lot of reasons that make a lot of sense. Uh, you know, he's the coach on the field. He, he, he organizes the guys. He's he 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 has a lot of um, power. He's uh, a tree stump, and he can't be removed. Yes, uh, and I, I I don't know how it all works at the linebacker position for us, 
I just know we have to get production out of Ryan Anderson. And I believe uh, we have to get Sean Dion Hamilton ready to go because the one thing that we've experienced on a regular basis uh, is injuries at the linebacker position that derail our, our defense for the, for, for the rest of the season. And we've seen that multiple times. If guys like Ryan Anderson and Sean Dion Hamilton specifically, Martrell Spate, um, you know, Harvey Clemens, if these guys can play, th- these are these are the guys that th- these are our next man up. And I, I, I think that, again, another aspect of, of the Washington Redskins roster that people are sleeping on. When you're deep at the linebacker posi- position, you're, you're not just good if a guy gets injured. You're good on special teams because those are the guys that are heart and soul of your special yeah. teams. They'll run down the field. They'll tackle their block. You're you good think- in the fourth quarter against the run. That's so key. How many times do we see our, our, our team get run over in the second half of games where, we, where if we could have got our offense back on the field a couple more times and in a productive offense at that, but we did not have the linebackers to do the, to do the job. Think back like a year or what, it was like three or four years ago. Our best linebacker prospect was Perry Riley, who ended up not even, I think, Robert, getting an, another game. Robert Henson, I know you're out there, uh, Hen. Appreciate oh, that's you. true. Yeah. Keenan Robinson just signed with the Bills. Yep. Uh, that, that, that was a, he was a mauler at Texas. I love Keenan. He's he was fast. Yeah. The speed, the, the sideline to sideline speed. Yeah. And um, he was like our fifth linebacker last year. We have, we've had such great depth at that position the last few years. We're very lucky compared to how things used to be. And that's why... That's why Anderson played 17% of the snaps because it was an up, up-and-coming junior galette trying yep. to make some money. Can't argue with that. And he was a superstar. Where is he right now? Nowhere. At home. Yeah, that's going to be a conversation that we might have And to it have. should be. Let's, uh, should be. let's start bringing our final pre-training camp Ooh. Tuesday episode. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm going to put a helmet on. Yeah. It's Everyone. not going to fit. It's not going to fit. I got Nobody it. freak out. Don't say it. Nobody <laughs> freak out. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> freak out. Stay calm. We finish Unbreak our shows every Tuesday night with a draft. And we got uh, everyone here tonight. Uh, we got a three-round, nine-pick. You're going first. Draft. You're going first One, because two, three. you've gone. You've not gone first. He's yeah. never gone first before. Oh, here's now, the deal. Tell us what our tell I'm us what our topic deal. is. We're I'm drafting. Uh, yeah. Right. Yards, offensive yards. Yep. Per position. That's Nothing right. to do with special teams. No quarterback. Offensive yards. No return yards. This is. Yeah. We're going to draft three rounds with three guys real fast. And I'm going to tell you exactly my pick is quick, and I won't say nothing. Wait, wait, the quickest first wait, pick wait, hold on. Wait. Offensive yards from scrimmage. The winner. We're going to track this. But we're going to track this. And we did it last year. But it's For be, this next it's season? It's going to be combined. Yeah, combined now, yards right, from scrimmage. Shout out to Ken Marangola, who well. called Chris Thompson, yes. said was the engine of our offense last year. Well, yeah. And I really wanted Ryan to be the guy, and I thought we'd have been way better if he was. Yes, yes, yes. But Chris Thompson was a bad mamma jamma, and you called it out. And, and, we, uh, and you won that deal. It was a squeaker, too, because the injury. We, which we also talked about which, preseason. Which is embarrassing. No, he won before that. Yes. I, w- I wouldn't have given a win to someone who, after New Orleans, would have like, bibs. gotten like you got your pick 61 yards. So here's so the deal. We got, combine yards from scrimmage. All three picks count. We're going to combine all three picks okay. and do a total mass yards from scrimmage. Mass yards from scrimmage. The winner of this draft will receive the first annual Chris Thompson basement. Nice guy. Basement. Nice guy. Podcast. Nice guy Studio. CTV. Basement Man of the Year. Basement. Cri- the, ba- the, Chris Thompson, the Chris Thompson Basement, basement man, man of the Year. year. On this right. one draft. Yes, that's right, T. That yeah, is you right. You heard it. 
You heard it. Heard it. That's so here's what the deal. we do on July. Yeah, a lot of pressure for no one. Someone didn't have no <laughs> research. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you really got. Good. You really got this one spurred. You'll probably on you. win the hey, whole thing. Let me just settle this. Brandon Scherf. Yeah. Who's second? Who's what? second? Uh, Who's second? T second. I think he might. Second? Why am I second? No fanfare because I've always said what I had to say about this man. Everyone knows how I feel. Chris Thompson. Say it. No, I didn't say Chris Thompson. Hold on, Stabby. Hold on, Stabby. Take a second here. You've been prefacing Chris Thompson for the last. Go ahead. Four and a half minutes. Go ahead, Kevin. You're popping. Darius is my number one pick. And I have nothing else to say because I've already said it. Distract and go ahead. Darius Geis, you have Geis? I thought you were going with Chris Thompson, and I don't think that he's going to lead the team again this year in total yards. However, I can't pass him up. I cannot pass him up for my first pick as the second pick of the draft. Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson. Taken by Tim Strachan. But it makes me nervous because he's not going to get as many touches. Should we sneak this one, Kevin? We shouldn't sneak this one. I thought about that, Ken. I, I mean, thought about that. I uh, think we should I'm, snake I'm, it. I'm down, snake it. I'm down the top two. Because it's on to me, so go. Snake it. All right. Snake it. Uh, We're going to fantasy it. snake it. All right, yep. I'm going to put my money where my mouth was previously, uh, Stabby. I'm yeah. going to go Doxon. Mm-hmm. It's going to make him a first-round pick. Um, and shoot, I have to, in the, at the number one pick in the second yeah, round, I have to take Jordan Reed. I have to take Jordan Reed. Oh, jeez. Well, thank you for doing that, because I'm going to take Jamison Crowley. Yeah. I, I understand. Reed? And Crowder went. This is. I took the two. Death. I took Reed the IR Crowder. special. Holy the moly! Daxon and Crowder, Reed, which gives me a big old snakey snake. Yeah, it I'm does. taking Paul Richardson. Yep. Right here. Yep. And now it's down to. I this should have almost not wanted a snake. Holy crap! I know. Now, I yeah, now you have <laughs> a strong <laughs> disincentive. I have two Mister Relevance. Yep. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do another sophomore year jump. And uh, I have the worst PR guy ever. My GM is going to Samaj P. Ryan yeah. for the kid. Well, the 42-year-old. You got to get a sound. You just oh, yeah, 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 up the yeah, door yeah. for an easy yeah. pick yeah. for me. I'm taking the dirty turp. Yeah, Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis. All right, Ken. He does not enjoy Mr. being Super called. He promised you to do not enjoy being called. Mr. Irrele- irrelevant He doesn't like being again? called Feeney, by the way. Is this going to be irrelevant again? How do we have... How do we have eight picks already? That was the quickest draft. In the history. You guys are crushing it. So we went twice. Oh, so I already have two. I, yeah. You guys know Andrew. I really do get, it, you know Deerham? Because there's no fourth round. You notice how I put that together? You have the final pick. All I'm right. telling you. I'm telling hey, look, you. He's you going to the computer. You have a chance to make Mr. Irrelevant Mr. Irrelevant again. You have that I chance. Do. I do. And I and I don't. I might not have a better option. I don't. Well. Uh, I'll tell well, you what. Go ahead and give me. Uh, go ahead and give me Trey Quinn. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm, All right. I got on. That Doxy. is down. He's a that sneaky is stud. Recorded. That is yep. that is done. Uh, let's get our. Let's get anyone else out there. Let's give give you. Listen. Give your your best pick from each round. Yeah, walk into that from one. From each I like round. It. I like it. Don't take the top three. Give your best pick from each round. Anyone listening? Guys, CT or, or it's going to be guys. I think or CT. I mean, I, CT. If he's healthy, he's he remains. He's the not going to get the same amount of carries. They're not going to rely on him as much. Oh, he'll still get but the same t- amount of touches. Him. No, I don't think he's going to see the same amount of touches. Targets. Not if guys. No, no, no. Not, oh, if, yes. guys, not if guys take some away. Oh, he's 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 and nine they, to twelve and a if, game. And if Doxon's going to be stepping it up, he's and if Crowder's going to be stepping it up, and if Reed's going to be healthy, it he's just not going to be relied upon as much. It keeps Thompson healthier longer. Which, in my opinion, makes the team better. No, 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 but it makes the team oh, better. Thompson still he doesn't need to game. carry the ball. He doesn't need to touch the ball it all does. that much. Yeah, he was, he's I, going and, to. And listen, he's the man. We started this by saying, I totally couldn't believe that would have happened last year. I knew he was yeah. good, but Ken. I, I must, well I must admit, it was, a, it was a ballsy, the, the, it was a ballsy this, prediction by the, him. It was. 
and it came to fruition. And in fact, it would have been blown out of the water if he didn't get hurt in the worm. It started happening play. the year before, if we're being honest. I, like, he started, I no, no, I loved him. Yeah. I just didn't think he'd get enough carries. And not sure. enough snap. I just think he'd get enough. Touches. Well, he was our leading receiver, receptions and yards for a while. But his yards after catch were sick. Yeah. The plays he made against Philly when he got spun around like a top and scored from 17 out. And that's Jay Gruden. I know. That's Jay Gruden. He uh, puts him in a spot to succeed, and that dude is a beast. And I and that's why I think, you know, in the, in the first round, CT is 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 the man because he's gonna get a ton of yards. But he gets the production on his touches. I still think he's gonna get five or six carries a game and six or seven targets in the passing game. Maybe he only catches four of those, but that's pretty much in line with you know how he gets his it's it's all it's targets all you can ask for is targets yeah if, if they're and he gets if them. you get 90 offensive snaps a game and he's getting 13 10. like you said 10 plus. that's a lot of looks but you're not you're also not going to be relying on ct to come in and third down if it's third well, and he's one. Our third down back no no if it's third and one but i third think one guys is going to get that first because yard. guys you'll see them both in there on, on first and second has already gotten them up to as quarterback sneak. Yeah, but, but let's not confuse guys as a first and instead second of being, back yeah, yeah, guys, No, 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 no. Guys, just, no, you're right. He's just a rookie back. Exactly. Yeah. They exactly. could go with two But then you put in P. Ryan for a third and one who's going to get that extra yard. You put in an extra uh, tight end. I mean, you're going to see CT's drives. CT's not going to be needed. CT's at his best when you're at third and eight or longer. You're going to see Because drives. he's a guy that you can do a draw with. He's a guy you can straight up hand the ball to. You can do a sweep. No you doubt. can do a jet. You can put him in a pattern. I, I think what you're saying is CT's at his best when Jay Gruden has the chalk knows yep. how to on the board. He's also or the marker he, yes. on the whiteboard, whatever it may be. He's also, a, yes. he's also a shockingly, he's a shockingly oh, good pass blocker, too. Well, he's smart. and all The reason why he will be in on third downs is because the, the coaches trust him with Alex Smith's life um, and, and when he does pass. And I, so um, Chris Thompson, he's th- th- there, will be, th- there will be no shortage of touches for him. I think the difference between this year and last year for Chris Thompson is when the Redskins were trying to win games mi- in the middle of the season last year, um, they were they were handing him, handed off to him between the tackles. Those are the those are the carries I hope he does not get. Um, you know this this but I season think part in part because they didn't trust P Ryan to do it. Well, and also they didn't trust was, anybody else. Thompson to do was it. their best. Yeah, and he was, he just was their, their best, best option. And he was the, hey, the healthiest guy. There's a the lot teams. of pretty damn good options out there. Yep. No, I don't know if there's any Pro Bowler options out there besides the health of Jordan Reed. Chris Thompson made the purple. My team is very, very sketchy right now. Doxon, Reed, and, and Quinn. He wasn't all The all-IR team, Doxon and Reed. Well, it's because, you know, neither of those guys have played 16 um, ever. And, uh, well, actually, is that true? I think did, uh, did, did Doxon, I, I think he sat last year once. I got his uh, stats right here. Yeah, he did. He, he yeah, did. He, yeah. Uh, yep, yep. He actually got, he started 14 games uh, last year. Um, played in 14. Played in 14. So, so yeah, and then Trey Quinn, who has so far played zero. Um, we'll, we'll see. Very, Those very are two sneaky. very different times. Very, very sneaky. Very, very sneaky. All right, well, very, very we'll sneaky. see what happens here. We got it all written down, but I, was, I, I enjoy that. that all right. We're, perfect three rounds. We're tracking that throughout the year. Um, we will be back here next week with uh, a, a, a new storyline um, to the same show. As we've, so, as we're as sort we've of going to be back here next week. We'll be back with an episode of The Audible. In some way, shape, or form, there will be an episode of The Audible next week. That is our solemn promise to I'm taking, all just for the, the wrongs record, of you. I'm taking my first vacation. He has approved PTO. He I has it. PTO. It was use or lose. Somebody He's else. Like, I got to use it. We don't but I will, be calling, I will be calling in. We'll I will be calling in. I am not going to take the day off. Nope. And Even we'll, though I'm on vacation. 
I solemnly promise to drink with you all day on vacation and also call. Uh, well, okay. This yes. is also a fact. No, but no, no. It's written in the language. Next week actually could be quite hilarious. Yeah. I don't disagree Depending with Depending on how the front half of that day. How about all of you drink all day and we all call in? It's a deal. We, we it's a deal. See you it's a deal for our audience. Next Tuesday night. A Somehow, deal for everybody involved. Until then, Matt the Real Deal Seal, a.k.a. Peach Sweaty. Nice work tonight, boys. Made a few words with many contributions. And Hawaiian t-shirts. And Hawaiian t-shirts. <laughs> Brian Savvy, appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you Is that you Ben and Jerry on your shirt? Ben and Jerry? It's, it's Ben and John. Ben and John. Close, okay, close okay. gotcha. Yeah, we have the full Franklin and Franklin Marshall. Something, something. Throw it out there. He's Tim Strachan. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate our audience. Good to be here in person, even though next week we'll be here by voice and in spirit. This guy's Kevin Ricca. I am excited that uh, the team starts up doing stuff tomorrow. It's way more stuff. exciting than the team not Let's doing do football, stuff. man. Yeah. Let's get football. It's way, it's way better than it's no still just stuff. Do that, do that football. Still just Look, stuff you know when it hits me is in like three weeks when they're doing like stuff and it's not stuff. Yeah. You want the stuff. It's just tough. It's like an hour before kickoff or anything. Yep. It's hard. You just want to start. We still, but we're still five, That's why five weeks away from yeah. the actual opener. Forty-four oh. days. It's forty-four days till home op- uh, till the road opener in Arizona, right? Um, we need to do some more coverage on our first four opponents. That's where we need to be. I know we've talked a little bit about, about Arizona. I'll, we'll, we'll track. We, we'll definitely win, track. win, oh, want, win, want, win. I'm ready for Indy. I'm Who's? ready. I'm ready for Indy. I got both staffs. Hey, okay. two new staffs all over the place. Yeah. I know, I know. And, essentially and new QBs, essentially all new players. I want to know who we're playing. I know. I want to know who's playing quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals in week one. I think it's going to be Bradford, but... Um, mm. Next think, week, we'll do a top four. I think four. Rosen has a chance. I think Rosen has think a chance. I think it's going to be Sleeves? He has a chance. Next week, we'll talk next first four, four opponents. First four opponents? Well, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll start sprinkling it in. How about okay, that? all right. A little sprinkle job. And then when does Sleeves get, like... His season-ending injury is it before the first game? We don't talk about in it. the first game. In the first game. In the first. Game. In the first game. First series? No, oh, probably. Maybe. It's just a sleeves thing to do. <sighs> and you don't. You, you're not a fan of sleeves. Yeah. No. No. Not at all. No. He's not proven anything to me in the league, and he keeps getting paid a, a ridiculous amount of money. I could get paid to do what he has done in the NFL in my wheelchair. And I. I'm not going to argue with I'm you. We're not argue exactly. with that at all. As long as you split some of that up with your yeah, I was, I was I'll glad say, we would say nothing. Money, a little bit of it would all, I mean, we'd, we'd, we'd put some to First Amendment. You paid me 20 to, bucks a trip to the bar for years. We'd, I, I we'd move money around. It would all be ethical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do you want to see him in week one? Do you want him as I'm out on your ethical. opponent? Sleeves. No, I yes. could care about oh, yes. All right. Tell everyone on Facebook who's nodding off. I'm worried about us. Yeah. All right. Tell everyone who Sleeves is? Yeah. Bradford. There we go. All right, I know. I know that. Don't do but any he's got the ridiculous do sleeves. Why does he do that with his sleeves? I don't know. I don't know. It's not too bad. We, it did, we, ran, we ran through. We ran, let's, let's go back to a little. The whole let's thing? come out on the whole, uh, the whole playlist. Bad Boys 2, 2003. Mm, mm, the way mm, we came mm, in. Mm, mm. That was a good year. 2003 was a pretty decent Wrap year. Wrap it up. Say goodbye. Yeah. You say goodbye. Goodbye. You say goodbye. You say goodbye. On behalf of First Amendment Sports. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, thank you. Based on podcast studios all over Kensington, Maryland. I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was The Audible. We do it for fun. Bad boy.
Steve Kuda, Bad Boys 2, the soundtrack.